You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, November the 30th, 2023. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The names of the three Israelis murdered in this morning's terror attack in Jerusalem have been released. They are Rabbi Elimelech Wasserman, aged 73, a rabbinical court judge. Hannah Ifergan, 67, a school principal in Bet Shemesh. Livia Dickman, 24. The three were murdered and six other people were wounded when two Hamas terrorists from East Jerusalem opened fire on people waiting at a bus stop near the entrance to the city before the gunmen were neutralized by two off-duty soldiers and an armed civilian at the scene. The injured attack victims were evacuated to Sharet Tzedek and Hadassah and Karam hospitals in Jerusalem, where three were listed in serious condition, two in moderate condition, and one in light condition. According to police, at around 7.40 a.m., the two gunmen, armed with a rifle, a handgun, and a large quantity of ammunition, pulled up in a car next to the bus stop, got out, and began firing on people standing there. Two off-duty IDF soldiers and an armed civilian at the scene returned fire, killing the two terrorists. The Shin Bet said the attackers are brothers Murad Namer, 38, and Ibrahim Namer, 30, from Tzor Bahar in East Jerusalem. They had both been jailed in Israel previously for terror offenses. One of them was released about three years ago after 10 years in jail. Following this morning's attack, several other family members were detained. A con reporter notes that one of the soldiers who neutralized the attackers is a member of the Golani Reconnaissance Brigade. He's a resident of the Binyamin region and had been on a short home leave and was returning to the Gaza Strip front. In the Jordan Valley, two IDF reservists were lightly injured when a Palestinian driver rammed into them at a military checkpoint. Troops shot and killed the driver and were scanning the area for potential other suspects, the IDF said. Air defenses this morning intercepted a suspicious aerial target that entered Israeli airspace from Lebanon. The incident set off sirens in the northern communities of Matat, Sasa, and Dovev. There were no injuries or damage. The incident was the first of its kind in several days amid an ongoing pause in the fighting between Israel and Hamas in the Gaza Strip that has also been mostly adhered to by Hezbollah in the north. A seventh group of Israeli hostages, six women and two children, is expected to be released from Hamas captivity in the Gaza Strip today as the pause in fighting was extended by another day after Hamas presented Israel with a list of hostages to be freed, deemed acceptable under the current terms of the truce mediated by Qatar, the United States, and Egypt. The IDF spokesperson issued the announcement of the extension of the truce 15 minutes before expiration of an ultimatum issued by Israel. The prime minister's office said in a statement that the war cabinet had unanimously decided last night that if by 7 a.m. this morning Hamas does not submit a list of hostages slated to be freed that aligns with the terms of the outline, the fighting will resume at once. Israel received this morning the new list of names of eight captives slated to be freed and their families were notified. Hamas said that the release of eight hostages in this tranche means the quota of freeing 10 hostages a day is met because yesterday two Israeli women who also hold Russian citizenship, Yelena Tropanov and her mother, Irina Tati, were freed in addition to 10 other Israelis. 
Hamas, it said yesterday, it was releasing the two women as a gesture of appreciation to Russian President Vladimir Putin. The health ministry said today that 149 hostages remain in Hamas captivity. The Ziadana family says it expects the release of Aisha Ziadana and her brother Bilal in today's release of hostages. The family lives in the Rahat region and its members were kidnapped on October 7th from Kibbutz Cholit, where the father works. He and another brother were also taken captive. The family of 27-year-old Ofir Tsarfati, who was kidnapped from the party in Re'im on October 7th, was notified today that he was murdered. The update on his death was issued by the Hostages and Missing Persons Families Forum. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken, who arrived in Israel, is meeting with members of the War Cabinet. Earlier this morning, he held talks with President Isaac Herzog. Blinken said that the Israel-Hamas ceasefire is producing results and that he will discuss the way ahead in Gaza with the Israeli government. In remarks this morning as he met President Herzog, Blinken also said his heart goes out to the victims of today's terrorist attack in Jerusalem and their families. President Herzog thanked the United States for the immense work it is devoting for the release of the hostages. Herzog also offered words in memory of U.S. statesman Henry Kissinger, who died last night at the age of 100. The weather outlook, seasonal temperatures, strong easterly winds in the afternoon in the northern hills. No significant change tomorrow, Saturday warmer. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 19, Tel Aviv and Beersheba 23, Haifa 20, and in Eilat going up to 26 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page.